All right. Welcome back to the Face Off Spot. This is your host, Adam Larson, uh, sponsored by Rube's Brews. I know we say this every week, but uh, you got time. You got about another hour of the podcast. Please just go like Rube's Brews on Instagram, Twitter, get the free stuff. You know, uh, Rube's got tons of free stuff. Just go ahead and and just go and, and like it. Help a friend if you appreciate the pod, you know, uh, appreciate the sponsor of the pod. And Rubes is a good guy. He's actually not here today because we have two other guys in that you may be familiar with if you listen to the show. We have, and I, I just, I, I don't want to, you know, create your your nickname for you two, but it's the boys, okay? I'm bringing the boys on, okay? We have Corby and Tropic. Hello, hello. And then we have Newman Arango. Hello. So you guys have been kind of this... Um, I don't want to say fan favorites. I mean, everybody's enjoyed different podcasts, you know, kind of for different reasons. But you, you guys can say it. You can say you, it. That's I, what I, you want I, to I just I feel bad. Like I just I feel bad in case you know any any of the other guests were listening. But you guys kind of came on. You were there week one, week two. You were there with me when I was just getting started. I remember Corby. We kind of had that first uh, episode. I'm like Corby. I don't know what I'm doing. Like you're and you, you it, it didn't scare you enough. And and you came in with me. And then uh, uh, Newman came on the next week even though uh, he kind of told me a little story after his episode about like at first he didn't quite know that he was coming on the podcast. Can you kind of go over that a little bit? Yeah. Whenever you texted me and you asked, uh, do you want to come on the pod? And I said like, oh yeah, I'm super yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah. Can't, can't in, wait I'm to in, come. Yeah. It was right after Corby had texted me. and was like, hey man, rinks are opening next week. Like, I think we're going to skate with Adam. So naturally I read it and I read, do you want to come on the pond? Yeah. So I thought you were inviting me to skate and I was like, oh man, first Under, skate understandable, since quarantine. Understandable like, mistake, understandable mistake, yeah. but you were still down for the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I realized it, uh, a <laughs> little disappointed on the no skate, but just as excited. But we pod. got that skate in like, what was it? The next week we got, we got it. We fit it in there. We fit, we, we, we did fit, yeah, fit the had, skate in. We had a goalie and. Yeah. Yeah. There's been plenty of skates now. Oh, yeah. 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 Now everybody's like, oh, I got got plenty of skates now. No, it's funny. Just, you know, speaking from the rink management side of it, you know, as soon as this kind of quarantine thing was over with, everybody was coming back. And our numbers have still been good. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, everybody was coming back super heavy at first. And then, you know, it just kind of gets, it dies off a little bit. But big reason why that is people are trying to get out there before men's league, which is starting up this next week, along with youth hockey and, uh, I don't know, pretty much. There's pretty much a full schedule with the exception of public skate. Just, you know, we can't, uh, you know, we can't quantify that public skate number. Um, you know, we have a lot of calls about like, hey, when are you guys going to, you know, get public skate? But you guys sign up for the the drop-ins and stuff like that. And you know that there's there's a way to kind of put a limit on those. And you can kind of see like how many people are are signed up for it. So like if, if anybody's listening, we are going to have public skates at some point back at the rink. Um, but it's just probably going to be, you know, one of the one of the last things, things that comes back, you know, but for safety reasons, you know? Yeah. yeah, I'm just excited about you guys are throwing us right in the fire. We got playoffs starting oh, yeah, on the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And none of our guys have skated yeah. <laughs> since this. So I think we have, uh, we play at one o'clock on Saturday and, and this is just carryover from last year. So yeah. I got two rinks, two teams and. This is going to be something. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I mean, well, you should expect because I mean, in all honesty, I mean, I've seen you know, a few guys out there you know, from week to week. But if I'm really looking at some of these men's league rosters, their games coming up next week are going to be the first time that they get on the ice. And I think that there's a lot of people that and I was in this boat and I think you guys were kind of in this boat, too. But you kind of don't know how hard that kind of first real skate's going to be. And then you go do one. You're like, oh, you know, I was talking with I think it was uh, Jimmy. Jimmy. 
I was talking with him kind of about that that kind of first Friday afternoon drop in that we did, and I was kind of humbled by it because I was not prepared. And you guys have at least got on the ice a little bit, so you might be you know a little bit ahead of uh, some other guys that might have been waiting to maybe step out on the ice. I think there's a lot of people that are in for a. Uh, a humbling or a, a, a nice surprise. Well, Newman's been on the ice every day, I think. <laughs> but uh, like some of the drop-ins that I've gone to, this wasn't the pace I wanted to go at. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah, other yeah, day, yeah. there was a half a junior team on the other side. Mm-hmm. And then we got, you know, KT. We got a, a bunch of other guys on our side. I'm like, this is too fast for a first skate. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, yeah. All these guys play junior hockey. Yeah, and it's something, something about that that stop and go. And there, there is also something, you know, we're all around the same age, but there is something to do with kind of that. Once you get a little bit older, it's kind of harder to, to hit that that reset button, yeah? It's harder to just get it up in the morning <laughs> these days. Yeah, just everything. I always, I always try and tell these young kids, you know, they're good hockey players and they're fast or whatever. I'm like, hey, talk to me when you're 34, 35. Okay, kid. You know what I mean? It's one of those <laughs> where it's like, all right, I know it's easy now. And you know, you're walking uh, testosterone at this point, but like, let's see how good you are. Um, but maybe that's the only thing I have to hold on to anymore, you know? Uh, Cause by the time they're 35, I don't know. I, I might be, you know, uh, long gone, who knows? Um, but anyway, like, uh, you know, we're kind of talking about why I'm having you guys on. I mean, well, the main reason, like I said, was just because, you know, the first two episodes, I really saw you guys as kind of like, all right, well, you kind of saw where I was going with this. I kind of was upfront about like, hey, I don't really know what I'm doing here. This is just something I'm kind of uh, starting to get going. So like you guys are definitely um, kind of in this with me. You're kind of partners. I know that I didn't really ask you to become partners with this, but uh, <laughs> you know, like uh, it's one of those guys where as soon as you find like uh, hockey knowledge and people that have hockey knowledge, it's like, hey, this is kind of what I'm trying to do. And I'm trying to bring hockey knowledge here. So I've kind of kidnapped Corby and Newman uh, for week one, week two. And then I got them both here uh, at the same time. So I'm just uh, really happy got, ha- happy to have you guys on. But I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. Fan favorites, you know, fan favorites. People All love right. your episodes. They um, and, and I think what people really like about him is that, uh, you know, uh, Matt Taylor was the one he was like, man, he's like, uh, and I, uh, to be honest with you, I can't remember which Who's one. Matt Taylor? Oh, oh, so <laughs> this is another funny part. So we actually did have a little bit of a skate, uh, right before we came on the podcast. Uh, we, we skated from uh, four 30 to five. I had to hop off the ice uh, a little bit early, but, uh, there was, you know, and, and this is all in, in good fun. Cause Matt Taylor is a, is a friend of the pods and a friend of us, but hey, there's friend, a there, friend. There yeah. was a little bit of, uh, there was a little bit of something. Can you guys talk about that a little bit? Cause I, th- I feel like we should just, we should get this out of the way before we continue any further. Our buddy bone saw. Is that who you're talking about? Is, Bo- is that his name? I don't know. He sawed through two sticks today. Two he sticks? Said, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm walking around a little lighter, uh, probably $300 <laughs> out of the pocket. So I mean. how, how many sticks did you come with today, Newman? Uh, I don't know. I probably brought three or four. But how many did you leave with? Going home with one. Uh, well, so. <laughs> it seems like, I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to... Uh, not trying to throw Matt Taylor under the bus here. Just heard he, heard he was a little, uh, you know, uh, a little, little wacky out there. Hopefully that tech stuff pays well. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to send him an invoice. I mean, he does lead all Dr. Pepper Star Centers in all time. Which, pens. you know, we didn't get to. Did you guys like how I kind of just gently just kind of went around that conversation? I mean, <laughs> you, you know, it's one of those anybody that knows Matt Taylor is like, okay, when are you going to talk about the penalty minutes? When are you going to talk about the penalty minutes? And, you know, the, the, the funny part is, is like, you know, I don't know. You know, whether I don't think that that carries into drop in. We played drop in, you know, obviously a few times together, but, uh, you know, Matt Taylor's just out there, you know, kind of doing his thing. And if anybody that doesn't know Matt Taylor listened to the episode a couple weeks ago, it's just kind of his thing, you know, he, he just needs to be, uh, needs to be noticed and it has to be dealt, dealt with uh, in, in a forceful way. I guess that's what he's about. 
Are we all just going to agree that that's his thing? Yeah, I mean the tie dye jersey. Oh yeah, was wrong, that was the Rock Lobster jersey that he was lobsters. talking about on the on on the podcast there, yeah. which was uh, in all honesty, uh, is a good good looking jersey. I guess it was a uh, for a tournament that did not kind of. Uh, end up happening, but uh, while we're on the uh, the subject of tournaments, I kind of wanted to get into this, and this is actually a really embarrassing story for me. Um, but kind of the first time that we had like kind of played against each other was in a uh, what was that tournament called? Was it Guns and It was Guns and Hoses. Guns and Hoses. You and I've talked about this. A few yeah, yeah, times, yeah. No, which, uh, the, the the funny part was, you know, we kind of get together before the show, and we're like, okay, these are all the things that you know we're going to talk about. This is one of the hidden things yeah, I didn't we need tell to... you. I didn't tell you this is going to be brought up, but uh, you know. We're back. Uh, if we can kind of just, you know, just just bring it back a little bit until, you know, when we kind of first, uh, you know, skated against each other. I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. Your team was much better than ours. We did not have a chance to win. I think that I, you know, like I said, this is not a fun story for me in any sort of uh, end of the day. I think I spent more than half the game in the penalty box. Um, it was just kind of a. A bad deal all the way around. I think actually, if we're talking about breaking sticks, I think I owe one of your teammates a stick, probably. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. It was just it was just a whole thing. But uh, um, it wasn't a great way to like meet new friends. I'll go ahead and say that. But I'm glad that we can get together now. Uh, but can you kind of just uh, go through your side of that? Because I'm sure you were like, this guy's an asshole. Like, what is he uh, doing? Well, our buddy DJ has a really good uh, way of pulling that out of yeah. anybody. So yeah. I was gonna say, if anything. That might have been when I realized, like, you know, this guy's okay, because, I mean, you may have taken five, six penalties, but I, we all know I live for the power play. Right, so, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was uh, my time to shine. Yeah, but yeah. you guys, yeah, and you guys obviously were, you know, kind of the better team, because it was kind of like, uh, the tournament was kind of like one team short, so they kind of sent this email out kind of at the last minute as far as like, all right, like, we need to field this uh, this team, we just kind of need one more team to make the schedule, so it kind of took a bunch of the, you know, employees from around the different star centers. We had some good players on the team, but, you know, there, then there were some other people that were kind of just starting, and it was it was a little bit later in the day, and I think we can all agree that, like, we have just kind of like a certain amount of, of like, pride and how we play and how we do this and that, and I can remember, I think it was like the first shift, and, um, and I'm taking all the blame for this. I was in the wrong most most of the time here but uh i can remember kind of just putting a light stick on uh what, what was his name again i'm sorry dj pile and i'm sure he's a great guy i'm not <laughs> not throwing him under the bus his, here but his, anything, his I brother apologize. justin's there too yeah so. i, I apologize the two. <laughs> I, I apologize to i apologize to him for sure but uh i can remember that first shift he goes watch your stick i go this stick and i just i hooked him right <laughs> off the bat it was just like uh and, but it was one of those to where it's like i knew i could get away with it and it's one of those to where like no i'm not gonna back down like i'm not gonna be like oh okay you know, that's not how hockey works. Like, if somebody comes up, hey, watch your stick. Oh, okay, sir. Like, I'll go ahead and watch my stick. It's more like, oh, this one here, you know? Um, but then there kind of just kept being, you know, just kind of another person, another person. Another, and I ju it just escalated. And by the time, I, I couldn't even, uh, by the end of it, I was like, I don't know which person you are, but I'm sure you're here to whatever. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, like I said, I, if we're talking about uh, sticks breaking, uh, probably owe him a stick. But uh, full circle, we are uh, friends now. And, uh, you know, uh, we, we got past that. So, uh, you know, I apologize to DJ that's his name DJ or Justin Joe, they're the same person yeah, don't just, worry it's interchangeable. Just, you know yeah, I, I, I apologize I think if you met me in any other circumstance it would be a much uh, better better thing um, but anyway uh, I just kind of wanted to talk about that to get that out there because we haven't really talked about it it's all good man water, water <laughs> under the bridge <laughs> water. and then Corby so you actually you were in the tournament but that's when you got hurt right yeah I tore my uh, MPFL ligament yeah so I was out for sure 
Six months? Yeah, no, yeah. That, that took a long time. It happened a week before. I was so upset. Yeah, no, I yeah, because I, I can I can kind of remember you on the bench. You're like, don't you work for the stars? I go, yeah, I, I did. Do. I, tripped, I go, yeah, yeah, I do. I, I had do. to. I do. Yeah, I sure do, bud. I was yeah. Like, I don't know if that's the right way. To... Yeah. Hey, funny part is, and I am gonna throw uh, DJ Justin uh, under the bus here, but uh, after I broke his stick in half, uh, we ended up back in the penalty box, and uh, he looks over at me and goes, "Are you done?" Because like I would just I kept like it would just I kept and this is you know we're like halfway through the game now I hadn't really stopped or slowed down I was just packing slashing anything that you know stood in front of me I was like are you done like are you and it was one of those where I'm like why am I doing this? how did I get how did I end up here why why am I arguing like why am I not just playing the game and of course you know uh, Brian Lee our general manager Mansfield he he was on that team and he goes just tune him out Adam tune him out. And uh, then I got the, another penalty. He goes, it's too late, isn't it? I'm going, yep, it's too late. Like, I'm just, I'm too far. I'm just kind of kind of too far into that. But how did you guys end up doing in that tournament? Did you guys do okay? We ended up losing to a team that should have been in a league higher. Yeah. Higher. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so. It happens. It happened to everybody, I guess, yeah. at that time. Well, in, in all honesty, I, I do remember, I think that was the weekend, you know, granted, we had kind of known each other before that, but that was the the first uh, weekend that uh, I met our good friend, if that's what we're going to call him, uh, Griffin Franco. He, <laughs> oh, he was on that team too. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I kind of consider him uh, kind of my little brother uh, to a degree, and you guys know him. He's 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 a he's a good kid, but uh, you know, so it wasn't uh, it wasn't a terrible. Uh, terrible weekend uh, all the way around, but uh, anyway, we'll move on from that. I just wanted to get that out of the way so we could just, you know, just just kind of. So as long as long as uh, the sins have been, you know, forgiven, then then we can uh, kind of oh, yeah. move on. But uh, but anyway, so like I said, big reason why you know a lot of people listening to this aren't going to realize we're actually recording this on Sunday, and it's just because that this this next week is is just so busy for me. But like I said, it's because of the fact that we have men's league starting, we have youth hockey, um, kind of all that stuff. So I, I am definitely happy that I have you two guys on because both of our episodes that we had, you know, could have gone much, much, much longer, you know, so I'm figuring, okay, if I'm kind of worn out, and I'm kind of just like mentally kind of done right now and I have, I'm trying to fit it and you guys did a great job of kind of being flexible around me you know what I mean like uh, I know I kind of texted you told you hey we might have to put do it Thursday but put it out later Thursday or maybe we'll do it Thursday put it out Friday so you guys have been really cool just as far as your kind of flexibility with this but um you know with, with us having you know so much more to talk about I just thought it'd be kind of a, a great time to kind of have you guys back on um so I know that we've kind of already gone over you know a lot of stuff that's happening at the rink so i was kind of hoping that maybe we could get into the because this is kind of your guys i mean you have a lot of different wheelhouses but as far as like what's going on in the nhl right now um i know that we haven't matt and i didn't really talk about a whole lot and neither did jimmy but there's been kind of a whole bunch of uh news and updates since then about kind of these different hub cities and they think that vegas is you know there's a lot of reports coming out that i th- I'm, I'm really kind of confident with saying that vegas is going to be one of them i kind of wanted to get your guys uh opinions on that i know that we kind of talked about this before we came in but you know just kind of what, what what are your what are your vibes on this uh i'm a fan i think it's great uh from what I've seen or read, at least, it's sounding like Vegas is just an area that can kind of provide the players some type of entertainment and luxury, but also being inclusive with uh, three or four different hotels right there around the arena. Mm-hmm. So it seems kind of like a no-brainer to me. Just the one thing I'm not understanding, and I think we talked about it a little bit, is it seems that they're going to put the Eastern Conference teams there. Which, yeah, because you're not allowed to have that home advantage. So right. Vegas, Vegas, for anybody that's not understanding, like Vegas would not be playing in Vegas. They would be at the other the other hub city. Yeah, so I find that a little bit weird, but yeah. other than that, 
Why yeah. not? Every, everyone flies to Vegas, so I don't. I don't know what's going to happen. How you're going to keep fans away? Yeah. Uh, and their practice facility, I don't think you're going to be able to house two or three or four teams yeah. with all the ice there. There's only four rinks there or four sheets of ice there. Yeah. So with that, and I'm sure all the concerts have been rescheduled so mm-hmm. they don't have to fight with the building, but uh, everyone's going to Vegas. So, I mean, I thought these were supposed to be places <laughs> where no one was going to yeah. be. And yeah. uh, every. <laughs> Well, my friends are going to Vegas yeah, right yeah. now. I see yeah. all the snaps and stuff. Yeah, like cheap airfare. Like, right. To, I get to oh, Vegas oh they're like reopening? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, 70 bucks. Yeah, see are you kidding me? Yeah. They're, like, they're, they're wanting more than anything to get whoever uh, kind of back into there. But, you know, a couple people have made jokes. And I don't know, maybe it's not that far off from the truth. But you got some of these, like, well, maybe just all the, everybody just wants to go to Vegas. Maybe, you know? Imagine, yeah. it's like, okay, if we're going to kind of do this thing, we're going to risk our butts here. Maybe, uh We'll enjoy our, ourselves while we're while we're doing this. Um, yeah, I mean, there's I, lots of pools there, and there's sun and yeah, and golf. There's females for some of those guys. Yeah, 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 so yeah. Like, Which I mean, those guys are going to be pumped. Like, yeah, I, I mean, and, and, and in all honesty, and I know that you know, I was really pushing. And I still think that the Dallas Fort Worth area would be a, a good spot to kind of you know have it. I still do think that um, mean, there is still a chance it could be. I mean, yes, yeah, I'm not saying, so, yeah, I'm not saying there's not. They have enough rinks locally to support. Oh. I mean, you could put a team, two teams in each yeah. star center. So, and, and here and here's the here's the only kind of argument I have. Are they going to be able to do this and still allow um, for public to? Co- I mean, obviously, a pu- public can't come into a rink where uh, these events or these games or practices where they're happening. You know, where the 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 you know these NHL teams they're going to be playing at rinks that those are the only people that are allowed in that facility. So, what happens with those? Uh, you know, we're talking about men's league. Like, there's men's league teams there. There's youth hockey there. Like, where are they going to skate? Do they have, you know, the amount of facilities. Um, and I, you know, I don't know the area well enough, but I know for a fact you could do it down here. I mean, there's so many that are just so close and you got, you got all these different sheets that I just still personally felt, uh, but you know, if, if, if you're trying to, if, if you're trying to come up with this idea, I feel like it's a lot easier to sell Vegas. Like, yeah. Hey guys, this might kind of, you know, suck, but we're, we're going to put you in Vegas, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, and it's a good uh, it's a good way to build your own team, right? Like, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I was in Vegas for the COVID Cup, and uh, yeah, I want to go sign there. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, the people were great there. Uh, I was in. I mean, there is a certain kind of benefit that Vegas yeah. gets out of this, right? I, I mean, mean, they've already benefited quite a bit from some other things. I mean, they're being treated pretty well, and granted, they've deserved most of it some of i don't i don't know where i fall on that but i mean they it's kind of crazy too like looking at it just i mean what's it been three three years now to go from non-existent to like oh we're gonna host the stanley cup yeah 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 yeah. not only that but like what was it was it their i hope i didn't get this wrong and i'm kind of blanking here but was it their first year or their second year that they went so deep very first first very first yeah it was just uh, and it's one of those where like that just doesn't happen or i mean you could argue that it shouldn't uh yeah, but I think what it comes down to is there's there's it's just about ice time. There's so many good players out there that are hidden on other teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at like Carlson or Marcheseau. Like th- these guys were given away on purpose yep. to not get other assets. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so even Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. was just a. And to be honest with you, think about it, you're going to get one guy that can just be the face and just be a great contributor to the area. Like I mean that. Was, 
No, I mean, no pun intended, but they won the lot, you know. Oh, yeah. Jackpot yeah, yeah. right there. I mean, what? Oh, we get Mark Andre Fleury, who, at, and at that point, I think a lot of people forget that there were some people thinking that, like, oh, he might be kind of not done, but oh. like on the way down. And, you know, we need to make room for Murray and da 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 da, this, that. And then you see Flower. And every, I don't, I haven't met a single person that doesn't like him. Yeah. What's even crazier to think about that is not only did they get Flurry, they were given a draft pack to, a draft pick to take Flurry to avoid anyone else on the Penguins roster. Three years later, you know, Vegas makes the cup run. Now they're hosting this. It's a destination. Yeah. It's widely considered one of the best spots in the league by the players, by mm-hmm. the fans, everything. You look at Pittsburgh. Now they're thinking about Gas and Murray because they got Jari. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Th- things Smith. change Smith. quick. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. And, it, you know, it is one of those. I know Murray's had – and I'm sorry, but what is, what is the – I don't even call him a backup because maybe he's the number one in Pittsburgh right now. I can't remember they his name. Tristan Jari uh-huh. and Casey DeSmith also. Jari was the one I was, I, was, I was thinking of there. But it's just like how quickly – I mean, you're essentially – and I understand that, you know, he was getting a little bit older or whatever, but you're essentially getting rid of somebody that was – tested tried test you know he was there and i know that there's it i feel like it's more difficult for goalies to kind of hang on to that number one spot now a little bit um so you know when you kind of invest in some of these guys it's like oh i don't you know i mean with the exception of maybe like a you know a few people like the nhl is just set up differently there's not that number one that kind of just stays around forever it just it seems like year to year you know things can change yeah yeah let's look at bennington coming in yep I mean, they buried him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they paid him to play another team. Yeah. And then emergency happened, he comes up, and he does well. It's just... Yeah. Did you hear, um, you know, and to shout out uh, Spit and Chicklets, I think it's a great podcast, but did you happen to see his uh, his interview on there? No. He was talking about, um, <laughs> funny enough, they wanted to send him, because uh, Tulsa, oh, yeah, yeah. Tulsa Tulsa was essentially the the farm, the, I guess St. Louis didn't have a, an AHL yeah, yeah. Team. they shared San Antonio. Yeah, so they, so they, um, so I guess you know he goes in for this meeting, and they're like, "All right, like we're gonna send you to Tulsa." He's like, "I'm not going to Tulsa. Like I'm not <laughs> going. Like I'm not gonna go there." Um, another thing I thought was really interesting about his interview is he, I guess, during this run, uh, wore his Providence. Um, I don't know if they're the Bruins or the AHL affiliate mm-hmm, yeah. there. Um, he wore that undergarment the whole time. Yeah, and he said he really loved you know being up there, and they treated him really well, and they, you know, he. Uh, and he's a little bit more, um, if anybody kind of has heard any of his interviews or whatever, he's not as guarded as a lot of other, you know, kind of NHL players. I mean, he kind of speaks his mind and is a little bit more, and yeah. that, that's kind of hit, that's that's by choice. That's kind of something that he, uh, you know, likes to do. But I mean, it, it was really kind of cool. And Spit and Chicklets does a good job about bringing people in and kind of breaking down that. Um, that wall, you know, there's a lot of you, hockey interviews are the worst most of the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just one pucks of those. Deep. Oh, pucks deep. Yeah. Boy skated hard. And it's just one of those. As soon as they do those, I don't even listen to the on ice interviews. They're no. terrible. They're just yeah. garbage. Um, but at the same time, like they've been told to kind of, um, but when you kind of understand like, you know, where people's heads are in this, cause he told this guy like, I'm not. And he said the, the cheddar, he's like, I'm not going, I'm not going to go uh, play down the cheddar, but you well, know, he not only just told this guy, I, I, I believe the guy he told was Martin Brodeur. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, it was. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. Yes. I can't yeah. imagine looking down Martin Brodeur dead in the eye and saying, nah. nah. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Like possibly, I mean, I, th- I think he's unarguably top three goaltender of all time. Uh, yeah. I mean. You can't argue with the numbers and everything yeah. he did. Personally, I wasn't a big fan, yeah. uh, especially year 2000 here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, he's a great goalie. Yeah. Well, I was an Avalanche fan, so, I, you know, I, I was a big wall uh, guy. I was a big wall guy. 
Uh, Berter was awesome. He was a hybrid goalie. He played the puck. Like, he, he was kind of revolutionary to mm-hmm. the game. Oh, for sure. He wasn't, like, a, a certain style. He wasn't butterfly or yeah. uh, just taking up space. He actually was. But and I don't know if you guys if you guys remember this, but kind of going back to what we were saying about uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, like, there was a time where they didn't know how to ask him to leave, you know? Like, yeah. it was getting kind of towards, like, the end there. And I don't know if anybody remembers, but, like, he ended up, well, yeah, he played for St. Louis. Right, I, th- I want to say. Oh, that Brodeur, he, yeah, yeah, like that's where he actually finished. Like he's like, I'm not done, whatever. But you could kind of see that, like, okay, like, how do we ask Martin, who has has brought us so much success? Like, and I, I'm not saying it wasn't handled. It was handled probably the best way that it could. But it's one of those to where when you talk about, and I don't know if people realize this, but like back in the day, you just had like a number one goalie, and you just yeah. rode. You rode that goalie to success. You just, you know, so, I mean, you're thinking about all that success that New Jersey had. I mean, so much of that was just on him. Well, they traded that eighth overall pick, which was Horvat, I think. I think it was eighth or tenth. And then it was uh, for Horvat, so for Schneider. So they brought in Corey Schneider there, and it was just the writing was on the wall. And yeah. But they said, this is Corey's team. And- yeah, and, and he I just didn't want to leave. And then it was Corey's team for about three years, and then <laughs> yeah, Corey was in the and, AHL. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and you know, funny enough, uh, Brian Lee's a huge Devils fan. He's from the area, uh, so I always kind of give him up. But he watch. I mean, he watches every game. I mean, yeah, he. Yeah. I mean, and there is a a lot of you know kind of uh, respect for that. But you know, at the same time. A lot of people thought at the beginning of the season, like, oh, they got a team. They got, you know, they they really got something going here. But if you don't have that guy, you know, blocking shots, like playing good goal, like Schneider was not the guy. Yeah, I mean, Schneider, and I don't know if you guys remember, but like, I I don't really, I mean, I'm sure he was a number one for a while somewhere. But even in Vancouver, he was backing up Luongo for a while, wasn't he? Yeah, then he outplayed him, I think, for a while. Like, again, goalie roulette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, But... I think nowadays they care about percentages, right? Yep. Like if, if you're a big goalie, you block a certain percentage. Like they're teaching them to like just take up the net. Don't mm-hmm. be more reactive Make to the, the puck. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So if, as long as you do that mm-hmm. <laughs> and the defense is playing good in front of you yeah. and, you know, hitting out rebounds, yeah. I think you're I think you're okay. But the more athletic goalie is kind of – yeah. Gone now. Yeah. Well, and uh, funny enough, uh, Brian Lee and I, and I were actually talking about this the other day, but the goalies are better now, but they're less exciting to watch. Yeah. Right. We, we were talking about Hashik, and I mean, I, hopefully everybody has seen him play or seen highlights or whatever. But if you if you haven't, if you're listening and haven't, just YouTube Hashik highlights, whatever. I mean, that was just amazing. And and he he did it to an extreme, but most of the goalies then were kind of doing these just crazy type of saves, you oh, know, yeah. which you don't really see as often now. Now it's just about being big. The pads have gotten a little bit bigger, though. You know, I feel like getting that a little bit easier. They've actually gotten smaller. They're, oh, they they're, they're, well, yeah, they're cutting I mean, it, down. It peaked for a bit, and now right. it's going smaller. Yeah, they went but... back down. But like now they're they're proportional to your body size, yep. so you can't be you know, 5'11 and have 37 inch goalie pads yep. anymore. But, um, it's, it's just, it's basically just, Hey, take up 70% of the net. And yeah. And make him beat you. J- Jonathan quick's not as good as he was. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. You remember how athletic he was when but he, he, first he was kind in? of the first one that just kind of stayed in the butterfly the whole, like, it was just like, you'd see him just kind of stay down there and stay, you know, and his side to sides and his, uh, I don't know if you call them butterfly pushes or whatnot, but like, he was kind of the first one to kind of start, or I don't want to say the first one to start. You're, you're talking about Brodeur and kind of Wah. They had kind of started this new kind of, cause back in the day, there was actually like two styles of goaltending. You could be stand yeah. up or a butterfly. Now, 
now there is not to, you know what I mean? I feel like everybody's on the same page as far as like, this is just what you do. This is how you block shot. Take like up this, space. Take up space. You know, let them <laughs> and, beat you. And the skates now and the pads now, like there's only three straps on a goalie pad. Yeah. Now, and it's loose. <clears throat> and then the skates now are, are made kind of like the player skates now. Yeah, they there's don't have no a cowling on the outside. So yeah. it's kind of, it, you want your legs as flat to the ice as you can. And yeah. It's so it's so weird, but um, I think Carey Price is still the best goalie in the game. Yeah. But, and he's like a hybrid of both. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but I mean, nowadays... I mean, the entire game's pretty much played from the knees. I mean, yeah, yeah. once mm-hmm. guys are in past the top of the circle, you just go to the knees, take the percentage, like we're saying. And as far as like teams drafting and developing goalies, I mean, you just pick the big guy now because yeah. you can't, you can bring in the most athletic kid in the world. You can't teach him to be six foot seven. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can teach the six foot seven guy to be a little bit more limber, uh-huh. but you can't teach the other goalie to grow taller. So. I mean, yeah. And I mean, you've, and I think we've all played against goalies that they just look big in the net. They're not necessarily like the quickest or whatever, but you go down and you're like, I don't see a lot of, um, cause, um, to try and explain this to people and some people that play hockey, some people that don't like when you're going and you're trying to score a goal, like, yeah, you're looking at the goalie, but you're really looking past the goalie. You're looking at where that open net is. Right. And sometimes when you don't see any of it, you're just, it kind of, you're like, well, what do I do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where do I put this? Where do I? And some of that has to deal with like them kind of angling and coming out and uh, appearing bigger than they are, which is, is smart, especially if you're a smarter goalie. But if you're big enough, like, I mean, even you say Bishop or Pecorine, like you just have these certain goalies. It's just they, they look so big to where there's just not a lot of space to shoot at. Well, then as a player, too, you're coming down, you're looking at that. You don't see anything to shoot at. So either you're trying to pick the most minuscule corner, you're missing, you're hitting the glass and it's breaking out the other way. Yep. Or you're trying to force a pass that's probably not there, mm-hmm. and then it's a turnover and it's going the other way too. So I mean, uh, I'm sure there's some type of advanced stat out there, but like for the common fan or something, you're watching, you don't realize these big goalies are getting less shots and less chances mm-hmm. just by looking big. Yeah, because as a player, you don't want to second guess. Like you're not just going to throw it at them for a face off, so you're going to try to force a play that's not there, and then you're going the other you way. You don't want a turnover. Yeah, I mean, they keep stats for that now. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, well, and it, it is one of those things too, you know, Newman, you were kind of talking about it, but um, it's one of those things where you just kind of start to second get, I mean, because these guys are so good at putting the puck really wherever they kind of want to put it, but they're still just like, you know, there's a certain angle as far as like how far you are away. Like, are you even able to put it into that area that you see is open, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, if you're, if you're just kind of used to, um, I don't want to say any of these, you know, high level NHL guys are used to anything, but there's, there's just a, there's a second guessing that just comes from like, man, he's just so big and net. I don't see him. I would even say, do you guys know, um, and we've talked about him on the podcast before, but my men's league, uh, goalie Cooper, Cooper yes. Cawthorn. Yes. Oh, yeah. know, I've talked we, to you guys about, uh, about, about the, about this before, but he, if you look not necessarily like, and I, he's the best goalie in men's league or at least in, in, in Mansfield, I'll go ahead and say that right now, but he makes you beat him. You know, he's not going to, he doesn't flinch off the side to side. He doesn't, you know, you're not going to get him necessarily out of position. He's just going to hold his ground and he's going to stay square and, you know, he's going to stay wide and big and he's just going to kind of make you beat him. So one thing about Cooper that's a little bit interesting is we're talking about these goalies that make themselves look bigger. They come out and cut down the angle. One guy that goes against that theory is Henrik Lundqvist. He stays back and just like Cooper he forces you to beat him. Like, yep. you're not going to beat him on the side to side. You're not going to beat him on the back door. Like, he trusts his hands. His hands are out cutting the yeah, angle. Yeah, yeah, I didn't and notice that, but yeah. Pick a corner on me. I dare you. Uh-huh. And, you know, he's got it. And just like Cooper, I mean, Cooper, Cooper's a good ice hockey goalie. We've yep. been friends a long time. But if you want to see a real treat, come out and see our roller league. Cooper plays roller. He just, he sits on the goal line uh-huh. and just hands out the whole game. Yeah. 
he dares you to beat him, and you won't. Man, like, uh, yeah. The way he angles his hands. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're out come, in front. Yep. And they're they're down at an angle. So you're not going to pick up. You're uh-huh. not going to get high on them yep. quick. It's, yep. it's, yeah, one thing that's really cool. I think a lot of people don't realize is, you know, the puck is on the ice. The net's six feet tall, so you see that corner in the six-foot area, and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to take the puck from here on the ice and put it up into the corner. It has to go up, up at an up. angle. Mm-hmm. So if a goalie gets his hand or shoulder or whatever it is in that target path, it doesn't matter if you pick the corner perfect or not. It's never going to make it. Yeah, there. yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. No, absolutely for it's sure. Like our buddy Parker, where he hits the middle bar all the time. <laughs> He's like, yes. I'm like, you just no, hit the yeah, goalie. Yeah, you just hit the goalie the right in the chest. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, funny, uh, it's funny you say that because I kind of use um, – Whenever I'm doing my lessons, sometimes I'll kind of end it with just something fun because the kids always like to shoot. Um, but I'm like, okay, like we got to pick a post. Like, you know, we kind of play, I call it pig, but it's really just three bar, you know, left, right, you know, top center. But they're like, well, does the middle one count? I go, no, middle one doesn't count. Middle like, bar it, is minus two. Yeah. Like you should not hit the middle bar. Like the goalie, the only time that's going to go in is if the goalie is out of the net and on the bench. Like that's yeah. not uh, like just because it's a bar. Uh, right down the middle uh, does not necessarily mean that that counts for anything except the fact that like you're, you know, um, but it, it's funny. And I've really tried to kind of just recently get into like bringing goalies into the lessons because there's something about we kind of do this weird thing to where I'm like, I'll kind of take the player aside and the goalie won't kind of be able to listen to us. And I'm like, okay, like try this, like get him to move side to side, you know, da, da, da. cause there's a lot of these kind of lessons and there's nothing, but there's nothing bad about not having a goalie in net. But if you, if you can teach a kid how to manipulate that goalie, then they figure out how to score goals. Right. You know what I mean? Because you're saying like, okay, I think that he's not going to be able to do, you know, this this kind of side-to-side motion. Well, you see a lot of the times in, in kind of the lessons when there's not a goalie there, a lot of the times they're, they're shooting from like right in front of the net, which <laughs> like if you think about it, like you're not going to score a lot of goals. I mean, granted, there could be a one-time or a tip or whatever, but most of that, like you got to be on one of the sides. You got to be in an open area and you got to get that goalie to move side-to-side. And that's the biggest thing I try and teach is like, Get that goalie to move side to side, whether or not it's a pass or that's you by yourself. But the, um, they just like to go straight down the middle and take a shot because they just, they feel like it's safe. But it just it just doesn't work. Right. But you guys know that you guys have been playing for, uh, you know, long enough. And I, I kind of wish because I had to hop off the ice just a little bit earlier. So I didn't get to see Matt Taylor breaking in the sticks or, you know, really, r- really any of Come that. On, it was but a sight to see. Clean it up, Matt. I really just needed to find another opportunity to bring up uh, Matt Taylor. But, you know, he knows that this is just it's nothing but love. You know, Matt Taylor, like we love you. You probably owe somebody you know, some sticks. But uh, at the at the end of the day, he's still uh, certainly a partner, you know, just just kind of like you guys are. Um so one thing I kind of wanted to uh, kind of talk about because I kind of want you guys involved in this and Newman, it was kind of your idea, um, but this like kind of skate that we're trying to put together, we're kind of getting a little bit closer to kind of making that happen. And uh, are you excited for it? Because we're, we're trying to figure out a good time for it, but you believe in the idea, right? Of just having kind of, uh, you know, these, uh, these, these guys out here that are uh, better players mixed with some guys that are just starting and then kind of having, because as soon as you just bring kind of like two captains into it, it makes it a little bit different. Sometimes when you're doing these drop-ins and it's like, oh, those guys are wearing white and those guys happen to be wearing dark. I've seen it time after time after time. I'm going to go ahead and throw out last Friday afternoon as a huge example, but I get out there, you know, and I kind of see the different teams. I throw on a white. It's like, okay, guys that know what you're looking at and all decided to put on a dark like, you know what I mean? Like, there is something about like, hey, how about, you know, how about you play on, how about you even this out a little bit? You know what I mean? Right. 
like so I feel like it kind of takes that 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 kind of part out of it where you can kind of to even out the, the the teams a little bit. So it's kind of like a, a two part question: A, are you excited? And B, does it really just frustrate you when people can't figure out like, oh, maybe I should switch? You know? Yeah, I'm definitely excited. I mean, as much as I love hockey and competition and everything like that. Uh, at this point in my life, hockey's just an excuse it's, to get together with yeah, the guys. Yeah, 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 with the boys, yeah. So, I mean, more than anything, uh, from the names we've thrown around and different people, it's looking like it's going to be a great group. So, I can't imagine anything better than doing that once a week. So, but he, here, here's the thing, is that I don't feel like... I feel like I only really have one option as far as you guys being captains. You have to play each other. Corby and Newman have to... They have to be the two captains head-to-head whenever this, whenever this happens. Maybe not the first round, maybe not the second, but you guys are not allowed to be captains unless it's against each other for the first time. I want to see how you guys are going to put these teams together. I want to see who picks what, in what order. Do you go goalie first, you know? I mean, we got Jonah and then we got Rubes. I mean, I've been thinking about, okay, like, Rubes, do, Rubes. Do, well, but hey, I get first pick. but do you go, but do you go, do you go ahead and make that pick? Are you saying, you know, all right, like, hey, if I'm really trying to win this thing, because at the end of the day, this is all going to be good and fun. But uh, I mean, there's going to be captains that are winners and captains that are losers. And that's based on, you know, the team that you pick. So. I mean, it'd be interesting to see which captain that doesn't pick Adam that's, <laughs> that, that's never brought back onto the pot again. Yeah, so. yeah, I was about to say, like, I might have a little bit more like, okay, like, uh, so what, what I was kind of trying to maybe think about uh about doing is maybe having the captains come on the pod and then just kind of doing it live um but i could certainly see just like stopping the recording if i'm not number one for sure <laughs> like you know what i mean like for sure like just get out of here and you're not allowed to come to the skate at all is I mean, really what i'm thinking what if you draft two goalies though but that, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah i like right that there. yeah then you got a trade uh-huh. two for one yeah after. no so, so see, I, this is an out-of-the-box thinker over hey, there and that's why you know i i you know i might be a little scared of corby's team that he tries to put together you know like but there's there's time to think about it and we'll kind of kind of get that uh that list put together but uh anyway so uh, kind of hopping off of that a little bit another thing another idea that we kind of have and i think that would be a lot of fun would be the uh live watch party you know you guys guys are into that you think that could be fun yeah for our skate no no i i i, <laughs> I was gonna say i don't know no that would be that would be no no fun at all no for Maybe when the for when the for for when the stars come back you know and they they kind of need you know um i'm not gonna say they need but we could go and we could uh just do our commentary and we could be better you know we talked about it or i talked about it with uh taylor you know a couple weeks ago but it's one of those things to where we're tired of listening to pierre we're tired of listening to kind of whoever but uh i think that we could do a really good job about just kind of uh growing the game and kind of talking about it and why these people are in the positions that they're in and what you know um because i hope that there's some people that learn at least when you guys are on at least for this a little bit more about the game it's really complicated and and we know these things because we've been in the game for so long but like just even the conversation that we've had since the beginning of the podcast like I feel like people that don't know a lot about hockey have probably been like, oh, like, that's great. Like, I didn't really think about that. But now that I thought about it, it kind of made sense. And I, I feel like we could kind of do that uh, with the podcast, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm excited. If, the, if there's one thing I've known my whole life, it's I got a face for radio. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, any hey. chance I get to do some commentary, I'm hey, in. I'm right there. I'm right there, that. right there with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have to, you know, we could just uh, – 
you know, just, 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 they, they just have to hear our voice. And the, the weird part is there's a lot of people I've kind of uh, given this idea to, and they're like, well, how are you going to get around? I'm like, look, no, it's just our voice. Like, they're not going to watch the game through us. They're not even going to, and if they want to listen to the other commentary, that's great. But I just want to have another option for people that, you know, might be looking for something else. Brian Ray's dude, does a pretty good job for yeah, the, he does good. He and does good. Uh, he's a former Odessa Jackalope. Yeah. He's oh, my, I didn't he's, know that. He's my Jackalope former, alum. he's my former road roommate. Wait, does he play? No, he does not play. Oh. He is from St. Louis, and he okay. was born on St. Patrick's Day. Radio calling you out, yeah. and uh, but he's he's a good dude. I've known him for yeah since '06. Uh, the so. only thing that I feel like is working against us is the fact that the stars have really good people doing that. Like <laughs> Severin, and he he does a lot he, to yeah. teach the. And uh, I think he's Metroplex good. And do you guys know about uh, Sevy's skate that he does? Yeah, every like I and so like I kind of know just a little bit about it, but like I think that's right in line with like what we've been talking about as far as like what it, what it takes to kind of grow the game and make it, you know. Yeah, yeah. The only thing, like, well, we play with some like Paul and Parker and a lot of these guys. Some beginners, yeah. Yeah, but it's fun. It's fun seeing them learn. Well. Yeah, and I I think it. What do you think, Newman? Like, yeah, I think so. I mean, and Sevy skate. I think it's a great idea. And um, I used to coach, and Corby would come out and help me sometimes. I used to coach a skate that was kind of um, it was called like skills and scrimmage. Uh-huh, yeah, and it'd be an hour and a half session, and we'd do um, drills for fifteen twenty minutes. We'd scrimmage for forty minutes, and then we'd take the time after to kind of give everybody free time and go over maybe use what you learned in the drills in the game. In the game, find out what you need to work on afterwards. Free time, work for yourself, and that's something that uh, I think is pretty similar to Sevy Skate. From what I understand, yep. they do thirty minutes of drills and then scrimmage too, mm-hmm. and then he kind of watches a scrimmage and goes over it with guys. And yep. I definitely think that's a good thing. I mean, just earlier we were at that skate in Mansfield, and um, Corby, uh, Corby, and me met this uh, a lady. I didn't catch her name, but her and her husband were there. They said it was like their third time on the ice, and like they love playing. They're mm-hmm. interested in playing, but they don't know how to learn yeah. and they've been told like, we'll just hop in and play. You'll yeah, learn. Yeah. And I mean, you will, but when are you going to learn to work on things too? Yeah, yeah, so, you know, mm-hmm. I think people need that resource. Oh no, for sure. For sure. And I do think that you guys, um, you guys do a good job with that. You know, and I, I know that I've talked to you both about this and you know, the previous podcast, not just on the previous podcast, but just in life in general, but you know, just kind of that knowing like, okay, like my knowledge is valuable, but like, it doesn't need to cost anything. It doesn't need to, you know what I mean? You don't need to spend what, however much money for less than an hour or whatever. There's a lot of things that people can just tell you and you can get better and you can kind of get, and the other cool part is like when people feel comfortable asking you questions, you know, cause if you start anything new, you know, you kind of think like, oh, maybe I'm bothering this person, you know, kind of whatever, but it's like a lot of the parents that, that I meet, I'm like, look, if you need any help navigating like the sport, like, just let me know. I mean, there's a lot of, I, we could all save people a lot of time just by just sharing what we know, you know? Yeah. I, I went to the Sevy skate once. He told me to move my feet. I was like, I already know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah Sevy, I mean, I'm here to move my, the puck. They're planted in the, in the yeah, ice, yeah, yeah. man. Just I'm, I'm moving go. the puck here. I'm moving but the puck. It's a good skate. They give you, they feed you after. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they give you a lunch and then they, you know, they, he goes over and tells you what he thinks. Yeah. Most improved. He's got a good following, but. Yeah. If you can just come out to a drop in and get that for free, like yeah, but but I, I do think you have you need to have the right guys there for the drop in, 
to make that work. Yeah, that's very true. Because like you know, like no what, yellow jerseys. Yeah. Oh no, no yellow, no baby blue, no like no gray. even like even red is kind of annoying sometimes. Even though like I guess it's a dark, but no, I'm just kidding. Like, just yeah, no, dropping rules. No, we need dropping, please. Just don't, just don't wear. Well, no, what it turns into. No, like it, in all honesty, Newman doesn't even work at the rink, and he turns into it. I if I'm there, I turn into it. But they're like, Adam, go talk to this guy. I'm like, look, I am not working right. Like I'm just playing. Like why do I have to go talk to this guy? Why do I? Um, you know, there's just certain people that it's like, all right, like I'm about, but in all honesty, it works because like, you know, we all get, you know, a fair amount of respect out there, you know? So it's one of those things to where, okay, like we're all nice guys. We're not, you know, over the top unless I'm playing against you in a tournament. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but we're not over the top. Like people respect us. And it's one of those like, look, like I'm a nice guy. You guys are nice guys. We all know about hockey. So I feel like we can kind of do that in a very non, uh, uh kind of judgmental way. But, um, no, it's something I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to. Uh, so one of the things that I, I just have to get out there now, because I, I just don't want to miss this opportunity since you guys are both here, not only myself, but I'm sure plenty of people are wondering, like, you know, they know that you guys are good friends. They know that, you know, you guys hang out. But like, how did this start? Where did it start? Like, who who said like, hey, like, do you want to be friends? Like, do you want to who like who is the one like who made this work? Like, to just go start from just the beginning. And I'll, I'll, I'll allow either one of you two to just just pick up. Uh, I'm assuming you guys have the same uh, story or I mean, you know. Yeah. So uh, I was an equipment manager and I would come home every summer and I would go skate every day at drop-in at Eula Star Center every weekday. And there was always this annoying kid out there that kept doing toe drags and kept asking me about my sticks and my skates and uh, asked me where I got it, all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. Uh, ended up talking to him. Uh, go for it, man. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Uh, to be fair, I'm not sure if I'm the annoying kid he's referring to. See, but this is what I tried to start. This is what I really – this is where I knew it was going to go. A guy named Pablo. I was going to say, I had, I had a friend, Pablo. That, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think he may have bothered him a little bit more, but re- yeah. regardless, mm. same general story. Um, and we didn't really talk much. It was probably two, three weeks of skating nearly almost every day. Yeah. Um, didn't say anything. Um, it wasn't until uh, I used to play uh, – at the time, I played for the Texas Tornado, like the NAPHL yeah, yeah. team. Yeah, good team. And yeah. uh, our coach was Tom Yaki, and he was also the rink guy there. So I had gone into the back office to say something to Yock, and I walked in there uh, to what should have been Yock's office, and this guy's just sitting in there on the couch, like has yeah. a, has a pop open, and I'm just I'm like, hey man, like how's it going? Yeah. Uh, so I, it was at that point that Yaki came in, and he was like, oh hey Newman, this is Corby, Corby, this is Newman, and yeah. I guess we kind of got to talking from there, and uh, uh, we kept skating probably three, four more weeks. I think yeah. we did a couple trades, some sticks, gloves, whatever it mm-hmm. was, and. Um, he took but, interest in like wanting to sharpen skates and my the job that I do, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I talked to some people at Piranis. We got him hooked up with a, a job there. Awesome. Learned a lot about skate sharpening. Uh, all sorts of tools for the trade. Learned yeah. how to fix everything. And then a couple years went by. Uh, I was going to San Francisco. The the Odessa Jackalopes had um, changed to North American League from professional hockey mm-hmm. um i went to i was going to san francisco he wanted to get into the business so i uh i asked him if he wanted to come down work with me for a half a year pick it up so he moved down uh he stayed in my house uh at a big house back then yeah and yeah. uh he he basically learned how to be an equipment manager that's uh, awesome 
up every morning early to the rink, how to, you know, take care of visiting teams, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So We had some times in Odessa too, Adam, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the men's league's pretty cool there. Uh, yeah, it, no. It's yeah. played in a mall. It's awesome. Uh, but, yeah, there's uh, – it's it was awesome and it's a, it was a great city. It was mm-hmm. a great experience. I love that place. Uh, hey, you get it. This is what this is what we're here for. Uh, no, it, it was good. I that year was great. I mean, it was both of us there. We lived in the same house. Uh, oh. uh, one knock I have on Odessa after that year Corby was gone is uh, that arena in town, Ector County Coliseum. Uh, they use it for everything in town. So you don't spend a whole lot of time there if you're the hockey team. Yep. You know, there's rodeos and concerts and everything. But luckily that year that me and Corby were there, we were pretty much there all year. And our goalie that year was Connor Hellebuck, yeah, who's yeah, yeah, with the yeah, Jets yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. we had Hellebuck, and we had some good guys on the team. And Matty Ice. Yeah, yeah. Who's Matty Ice? Matty Ice, is, uh, he's an agent now. He's Pat Brisson's like, number one go-to Huh. Uh, protege, I guess, right? Is that what you'd say? Uh, yeah, yeah. He works for the Paperson Sports Group. He does guys like, I think he's got Quinn Hughes, Jack Hughes. Um, oh yeah, uh, okay, all right. Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm those my, guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean the, <laughs> yeah, like top tier, like yeah. Zach Wierenski, Dylan Larkin. Like he, he's big with all those guys. Yeah. But he used to be just. Uh, uh, do we give him fourth line? Maybe fifth line? But he, uh, uh, yeah, he was uh, he was a forward. player in Odessa with us, and he he's a great kid. I mean, yeah, we've all been friends for years now. But yeah. he's um. Yeah, I mean, we had, we had a good time. I, I'll never forget, too, my uh, first road trip. Uh, I think it was after my first game. We I worked a game with Corby. We were in Odessa, played Corpus Christi, and not only did we have Connor Hellebuck, on the other team was Anthony Stolarz, yeah. who ended up being a higher draft pick than Hellebuck, played for the Flyers. I, th- I think he's with the Oilers now or something. Um, the Ducks. He's with the Ducks. Yeah, yeah, went from Oilers to Ducks. But either way, NHL ended up being an NHL goalie, too. And uh, we played a game, 7 o'clock, game ended 10. I think we're on the bus at 11 to go from Odessa to Corpus Christi to play them home and home, mm-hmm. which is, what was that? Nine hours. Nine, nine hour crazy. bus trip. Hey, yeah. Those, yeah. And I'm uh, I'm like, oh, man, like, I didn't know this is what I signed up for. And it's probably 3 a.m. I'm laying on the floor in the middle of the bus. And we have this little, um, I guess you'd call it a kitchenette. It's a sink and a fridge. Yeah, yeah. And some kid decides he needs to microwave something right then, and he opens the top cabinet, <laughs> and a thing of foam paper plates flies out, hits me flat, square in the face, just shifts my nose to oh. the side of my face, just bleeding everywhere. Nice. And I'm I'm looking at Corby like, hey, I, I don't know if this life's for me yeah, after yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know it was a rock star, uh, rock star right there. <laughs> Not only that, but when we finally get to Corpus at like three or four, or I, I don't know what time in the morning it was, he found out that the players get to go sleep. <laughs> and the equipment manager has to bring all the bags <laughs> yep. in and set up the lockers and make sure everything's dry yep. and ready for the guys to walk in. So that was kind of a tough one, probably. But yeah, now it was, so I I don't know. I I think it's really funny though because it's like <clears throat> to be honest with you, your your story about how you guys met in a weird way. And you know, I I hope that we're friends and whatever. But it's one of those where I feel like I kind of did the same thing. You know, it's like okay, like these guys know some. They don't know me. But like, you know, I know stuff. They know stuff. Like, 
let's just, you know, as long as they're cool, like, you know, but, but at first you're like, okay, I don't know if they're cool. Cause I don't know them yet. Like I just, yeah. I'm judging, all, yeah. I'm judging them by like an appearance from very far away. No idea. Like people know them, like, you know, and I've, I've done this dance enough times where I've moved to a new place and, you know, I, I talk about it on every like podcast, I feel like, but it's one of those things to where like, okay, like I'm going to check this guy out. Like if he's cool, then we're just, we're going to get along because I already know that he knows about hockey and all this other stuff. And I'm saying this about both you guys, but you know, I already know that he has one box checked off. Like as long as they're fun to be around, then this is going to be, you know, great. And then, you know, I kind of, you know, got to know you a little bit better and uh, Corby and Newman both, but it was just one of those things where it's like, okay, like, great. Like, okay. Those are the only two boxes i need like they're fun <laughs> to hang out with and they know what they're talking about you know yeah I, re- I remember when we first uh went to mansfield and we were playing against you you're going so you're game seven hard oh but on the it, other time ta- no, on the other team and i was like man this guy's gotta calm down like, no but it was because to be honest with you to be honest with you though and this is kind of embarrassing too but it's like when you're trying to gain like respect from people that you think are like good hockey players you're like okay like i just want to show them like you know, yeah, you, can but play. You, you weren't wearing pants. Oh yeah. I, I seldom, like, I seldom wear. I was yeah. like, man, this guy's going so hard. He's not even wearing pants. Like if he falls or like something yeah. happens, like, no, I, uh, to be honest with you, I didn't wear, uh, when my dad was playing, like, I'm going to blame him. I got it from him. <laughs> he never, he never wore pants. He never wore ice hockey pants. They're overrated. He, they like, have the Cooper Alls back then or what? And to be honest with you, my pants that I wear don't do anything. They're just there for like legal like purposes. Like you got to wear one. Like I guarantee you, like if you put my pants on and I like touch, like I could tickle you through them. Like they're just like, they're <laughs> not, they're just nothing. I actually had to lend them out. Um, I don't know if you know Dan Wood. Dan Wood is a, a, a B-leaguer. He comes out for Friday afternoons every once in a while, but he forgot his pants. And he's like, hey, like, I need pants, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you can borrow mine. Like, I'm cool with not wearing them. You, you know, you can wear them. Like, they're not going to give you any protection at all. Like, you know, <laughs> and he picks them up and they weigh nothing. They have no, like, and it's one of those, like, uh, you know, the vapor line had like all these different, you know, ones. And I can remember, like, I needed a pair of pants. I'm like, give me the cheapest ones, like, like I, the lightest, cheapest. Like, I just want the, like, I need to wear these, but I hate wearing them. Like, just go ahead and give them to me. But a lot of people look out there and it's like, well, it's like, well, if you kind of, if you know how to fall and you like kind of know how to get out of the way, like, you kind of you don't believe do that, people. No, don't believe, believe it. Be- well, no, everybody like, should wear pants. <laughs> yeah, this Newman, is a Newman. safety first <laughs> yeah. podcast. Do yeah, not yeah, listen. Yeah. To Definitely Newman. do not not wear pants. <laughs> Newman, I think, just wears a shell. I get um, it. I, I would, tried it. I, I tried it, and it was awesome. I was like, yeah, man, this awesome. is awesome. Until someone took a shot and it hit me right in the thigh, and I was like. Oh man, okay, I'm going back. Like it's not it's well, not worth it. Like if if anybody's watched me play any sort of drop in or I would even I would say uh, men's league as well, I am not in front of the net. I am not if I yeah. do if I do try and block a shot, I'm like 2 or 3 oh. feet away from you. Let like me, it's not going to rise. It deflected. I didn't block the shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it deflected over at me. Yeah. Or was Matt Taylor shooting it wide? I don't know. Matt it was one Taylor, of those. Should, but you know, he's just out of control really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we can bring this up again, he's just out of control. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like we're his friends. Like I don't know if we need to talk to him or like, you know, or can he even be talked to? I don't know. I mean, to be fair, I know we mentioned the broken sticks, but we haven't mentioned that I was just out there peacefully skating, and the guy jabbed a stick right under my skate. And oh, you mean Matt I mean, Taylor? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I, we also haven't mentioned that at the end of the drop, and he came up and he said, "Oh man, I got like six or seven broken sticks at my house. I'll just bring them to you." And it's like <laughs> where weird, those, weird. Yeah, How where, did you get all those broken? Yeah, sticks? Where where those go? Where did those are those come trophies from, or yeah. are those? Yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Victims. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but I will say, and not to put you guys on blast here, but uh, Matt Taylor, he at least plays NHL twenty with me. I got a whole bunch of friends. They're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you have Xbox," and they find out that I'm new to it, and they're like, "Yeah, okay, I'll send you." Still have 
not played with any. I haven't played with Corby. I haven't played with Newman. I haven't played with Griffin. Everybody's on Xbox. I haven't played with Jonah. Everybody's on Xbox. Nobody's nobody's hitting me up. So Corby so says, man. In my defense, I do not own an Xbox or play video games. I actually well, think just got a new Xbox, and I told Newman I'd give him my old one. You need to get one. All I'm saying is that I just I feel like I'm getting ducked by my buddies. I feel like I'm getting ducked by my buddies on NHL 20, and I feel like, you know, like being a decent hockey player in real life should make up for some of it, you know? Like, hopefully I can get a little bit better, and I'm not bad, but I'm definitely not as good as some of these other guys that are playing all the time. Like, I mean, you're doing the reverse Parker right now. Is uh, it yeah. the, is he really uh, good? Uh, or is I, he pretty good? I, I think he's good at NHL 20. He says he is, but yeah, probably is. He, he's pretty good. He thinks because he's good at that that, that he should he, be he's going to be yeah, good yeah, at yeah, real exactly. hockey. Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm really good. He, yeah. he doesn't know simple positioning, but whatever. It's yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, it, it's one of those he things. He knows how to take it from one of the ice on that video game all the way well, to the other. So he here's the frustrating part. And uh, so, Corby, you play. Here's the frustrating part is I know how to play real hockey, and I can be in real position. And then I got these guys. It's like, oh, you're learning little things that don't happen in real hockey. You know what I mean? It's like, that's why you've gotten good, because you know this little move that beats the computer. It's what, But I've almost decided that, like, I have to become good at it. It's like in my head and that probably I'm not the only person that's probably like that, but it's just like, it's just like, I refuse. Like I refuse to be bad at this with being good at the real thing. It's like, now it's in my head. Like, I don't even think I have fun playing anymore. It's just about like, I just want to beat every, I just want to get better to where like 13 year olds aren't sending me messages telling me how bad I suck. Just you know? button mash, man. That's what most people do. Just I mean, you know, LB, LRB, you know, whatever. I feel like I try and get too technical with it. I don't shoot the puck enough. I feel like, I don't know, who knows? But either way, the, the only reason I brought this up is just because I felt like I was kind of getting dodged a little bit. So, uh, Newman, I apologize. I didn't realize that you didn't have an Xbox yet. But if you get one from Corby, then like, you know, it's all good together. But Corby, you have no excuse and you have okay, not. I know. I'm you have so not right. reached out to me not one time know, about it's been a long any quarantine. of that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, it's not like nobody, it's not like we don't have any time to uh, maybe get together. But I was, uh, th- this was coming towards uh, uh, Matt Taylor just being kind of a good friend because he plays with me, you know, and he he puts up with the fact that like there's sometimes I'm not that great. Um, but I think that's really what real friends are. He's so probably got a guilty conscience. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah well, probably. So the thing is, though, uh, when he plays in HL, very few penalties. Very few, you know, just like, it's like, okay, like, can we learn? Can we it's just like... alter ego. Right. It's almost just like a, a very, it's a very different style of play than you would expect from a, from a Matt Taylor. Is he good? He's good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. It's definitely an alter uh, ego. Alter ego. Yeah. Alter ego. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Uh, he doesn't need to take penalties. We're, we're, we're throwing him under the bus. What's, or, do, 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 what's that other go. game called? Sims? Like where you, you live out your fantasy oh, life? Yeah. That's that's his opposite <laughs> life? Hey, no. But he's... Uh, no, he, he, he certainly is... Uh, he, he, yeah, he's, I, would, I would say he's uh, he's better than me, but I think you can tell he's probably played a lot of the, the other ones before where I didn't, I, I didn't have an X... Whatever the Xbox was before this, don't know that one either, so... I'm a little behind, but I would just like, I just, I can't continue. And I'm not bad, but I just, it's one of those where it's almost like it's taking over. Like, uh, I just have too much respect for the way that I can play real hockey to not be good uh, at NHL 20. The so thing, I'm just really, I'm, I'm, I'm headed in that direction. If you're good, it doesn't matter if you're good. Like, uh, like I said, we, we get on with a group of guys mm-hmm. and. It's I, supposed to be fun. We suck. And you know what? But we have a good time because we're all spread out. Like, we're yeah. my buddies in Wyoming and then. <clears throat> Like, we all just talk for an hour or two yeah, and play two part. games. Yeah. And we'll probably lose one of them 20 to two, but mm-hmm. then the other one might win like seven, five. Yeah. And 
at the end, it doesn't matter. It's just yeah. like playing real hockey. As long as you're having a good time. And then it also gives me time to really like try and extract as much uh, info about uh, all this technology and pod stuff that uh, that I can for Matt Taylor without him realizing it. You know, like we're playing and we're oh, talking and, and you're recording. Yeah, we're, we're like, yeah. but but it's like fun. But I'm also like, so like, how do I like, so how do I sign up for that? Like, what's that? You know what I mean? So like, just very slowly. Like, it's like you know, a lot of it is friendship and and uh, you know, uh, team building and all that good stuff. But if I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, there's just a little bit of it. It's like, all right, well, uh, tell me more since we have some time to talk. Uh, no, but he's, uh, as you guys are aware, like, you guys are a big help. He's a big help. And, you know, we wouldn't really be in this position if we didn't have people that uh, that kind of cared about this thing. So, you know, I just, I appreciate all you guys. So I just, I appreciate it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so um, I kind of wanted to talk just a little bit more about, uh, I know I had both of you guys in here to kind of talk about that. Mario Lemieux camp, and I hate to keep kind of uh, harping on it, but are they going to have that this year or what? We don't know yet. I'm sure they will, though. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, things change. Like, people don't know if things are happening or not happening or, you know, it just kind of uh, turns into this kind of... I mean, I'm ho- I'm hoping it's happening just so I can vicariously live through you, and I hope that you send me videos and <laughs> that you get me an autograph, and I don't know, like I'll uh, get I you just... an autograph. All right, that's all. That's all, all I right, need. Like, there's still. I'll bring it next time I see. So you. So I don't. Here's the thing, Uncle. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want any autographs from really. Well, I don't want to say not any current NHL player, but I want like the old school cats that go to those things. Like those are the autographs I want. You know? Yeah. Do you feel me on that? Yeah. Like. Yeah, we had some good players. Like a couple years ago, I had, my team was Domi and Chelios. Newman had coffee. Yeah, Paul Coffee and Jay Caulfield. Yeah. And then uh those are some good names right there. Yeah, I was about to say, like, oh, that sounds like a, a good good uh leadership group there. Yeah, and then my coach, I had Brian Trottier. So I mean Yeah. N- not bad. Yeah, that'll that'll do the trick, yeah. I had uh, Eddie Johnson and Craig Patrick. Wow. Yeah. These also, guys have won some cups. Yeah, and then I had Clark Gillies as well. So yeah. I think that's nine cups between them. <laughs> yeah. So Man, you get into these guys that, you know, uh, play before, and a lot of these, um, you know, granted, I don't think the game's going to be like this anymore, but you have these teams in the past that would win just like three or four years in a row, and we're just like kind of like that dominant. Like, um, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day about, yeah, there's a guy that came in, and he was wearing a a New York Islanders jersey, and we're kind of talking, da-da-da. He's like, yeah, they're not really good anymore, but I'm like, yeah, but like, you guys like won four four in a row. Like, four in a row. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see that happening anymore. With the salary cap the way it is, you have to do it. You have to time it right. Like, there's been a lot of teams that have had four or five first-round picks and didn't time it right. Chicago timed it right. L.A. timed it right, I think, uh, with some of their players. Um, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh did. Um, I think Avalanche is going to be the next one. Yeah. Uh, They have so many young players and not a lot of money tied up yet. Yeah. So And I I feel bad. Um, Any of my friends that are listening to this that that, uh, grew up with me, and there's a lot of people that see me as an Avalanche fan, and I still am an Avalanche fan, but I almost feel, I feel really, really bad because there was, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was like two or three years where they were just the worst team in the NHL. They set the record as the worst team in like, salary cap era history. So there was a, there was a moment where I go, you know what? If the organization isn't trying to win, I'm not, I'm not a part of it. And I made a, and of course I was just doing this to myself. Nobody listened to me, but I'm making this whole big, you know, uh, thing about it. 
you know, and then a couple of years go by, and I, I'm always paying attention to them because they were my favorite team growing up. I was a huge Forsberg, huge Watt. I mean, a whole bunch of people on that team. Chris Drury? Uh, big Chris Drury fan. Hey, Duke. Uh, Dead Marsh. Uh, yeah, Never heard of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you want to talk about just like a, a killer team? Sorry to kind of interrupt, but uh, the, the 2001 with Bork and Blake and oh. Forsberg and Sackick and Hey, Duke. And, Adam Foote. Uh, Adam Foote. And, and here's another. So what a lot of people forget. I want to say it was 2003. They had, now, they didn't do great, but Wah, that was, I think Wah was out that year because he retired the year before, but they still had Peter Forsberg, Joe Sackick, Timu Solani, Paul Correa. Um, they put this team together just to kind of like try and make this like big push and big run. And I believe that, I, think, I want to say that Solani and Korea took less money just to go yeah. play there, but Solani got injured and like it just it just didn't work out. But they put together some really, not just talking about the 0-1 Stanley Cup team, but like they just, they tried to put together some like just hitters. Yeah, they had uh, Abisher in that. I yeah, that, that was that year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was Ozelinch on that team too? Yeah, I think time? he was still there. Yeah, I, I want to say he was still there. And I really uh, I really liked him. I think he was a huge part of their success, and he wasn't really brought up as much as I feel like he should have been. I mean, he was a yeah. huge, like, uh, puck-moving kind of uh, defenseman type guy. But they, they did put together some just – so, like, maybe I just came from this point of, like, oh, well, like, this team's supposed to be great every year. And, uh, but when they're – But, like, when Newman like said – but when they're the worst in like whatever history of hockey, then it's just there were a couple seasons there where I'm just like, and I shouldn't have given up on them, but I was just so public about my I'm giving up on them that now I feel like kind of an idiot for being like, no, I'm their fan again. Like I like them. Now. I mean, to be fair, that was a tough time. They were, they were bad. They, you know, you they brought in who I'm sure was a you were a big fan of Patrick Wall. I mean, he brought it. He comes in as a coach, and it, it it's kind of off. a yeah. I mean, he did good, and then it kind of goes bad, and. Maybe it's a failed experiment, and you know, then well, Joe yeah. Sackett comes in, then he's got to be the one to let him go. Like, mm-hmm. that's a tough time to be an Avalanche, especially fan. when you're a fan of those old teams. Yeah, you're like, yeah. no, just get along always. Like, yeah, just, you, you know, have to. you guys are teammates. Yeah, just get along. Like, you love each other. Bob Hartley had a few too many uh, free years in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. but he. Imagine how I could have won a Stanley Cup with that. I mean, you know, a couple of those teams, you're like, wait. Well, at the the same time, I understand head coach has these certain responsibilities, but when you have a team like that, they got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, you're telling me they had so many veterans. They had Mike Keene on the team. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about Mike Keene. They had had so many, so many good veterans there. And I mean, they even had Claude Lemieux. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, not to be. I know that there's some yeah. people that really Chris don't Simon, like yeah. him, but oh yeah, Chris Simon early on was uh, man. He was a he was a nasty guy. Oh yeah. It was. Uh, I liked him though. I liked yeah. him. He was a Nordique. I think he moved down. I think from Quebec. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember that. I just. I think their first trade was the. Did they get Brunei and Kovalenko and. Yeah, was that the first big trade? I don't know if Simon was in there. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I can't remember because I think Simon. He ended up, I think, going to like Philadelphia, or he went. He was somewhere else. Suitcase he, after. He, he got he a lot. To Washington, he, Chicago. He got in a lot of trouble. I can't remember. Where he, uh, I think he got first trouble. first player to wear sixteen inch gloves. Yeah, I, I believe it because he hit like he had sixteen inch, uh, or that he had hands that needed sixteen inch gloves. But uh, no, that was always uh, always kind of my team growing up. But. Uh, Anyway, we're, we're getting a little bit uh, close to the end now, which this is this is the same thing that happened in week one and week two when I had you guys on. Like, I really feel like we could just kind of continue to talk for another. And the funny part is people that are listening to this, they don't realize that we like talked for an hour before this about none of the stuff that we just talked about, you know. So with 
with me just kind of being, you know, a little bit tired and a little bit, you know, busy this next week, like I really was, and I know I talked to you guys already about kind of coming on this week. So this wasn't kind of a big surprise, but I think sometimes things just kind of aligned where it's like, okay, like, what do you need? Like, oh, you kind of just need like an easy podcast this week. And not not to say that any of my guests, other guests haven't been easy, but just having you both, having you, having you both in. So they're they're throwing a lot of shade at uh, Matt Taylor, but I'm always behind throwing shade at anybody that we want to at any point because we just bring love we love you matt taylor and i think you're doing great continue to please help me for uh, or just volunteer to help me and then uh no i'm just kidding um but no we just have to throw a little bit of shade your way because you're our boy and uh that's just that's just kind of kind of how that goes but uh you know with uh with me being busy, I just needed like kind of an easy kind of one. And as soon as we kind of met before this, I knew that it was just going to be just as easy as it was week one and week two. Um, so I just, I, I really appreciate both of you guys coming on the podcast. And I mean, I'm going to have both of you guys on again, you know, because I think a people like kind of that um, behind the scenes stuff that you guys can kind of um, uh give me and then also like we just have all been around the game long enough to where we can kind of maybe help some people like i think there's maybe people that are listening to this that like might actually learn something which like at the end of the day like i didn't put this out as an educational tool but if you got three guys in here that have been around hockey for a long time like you're gonna learn something you know and hopefully you're entertained i think that's the main thing i'm trying to do but like also just kind of spread the knowledge of, of hockey and, and all that good stuff but uh anyway i do thank both of you guys for coming on um i know we did this week one and week two but do we have any shout outs uh corby do you have shout outs i know that uh you know maybe possibly you could shout out the same people maybe your third amigo rip yeah you should just go ahead and do that because i guess he was upset that you guys or was it you that didn't say but didn't, but, but newman did corby I mean, scummed him i took care of it yeah so, so like it newman was, made it, it wasn't okay. like I didn't know that this was a shout out contest. Yeah, well, you know, and it's just a weird thing. Like, I'm trying to have it kind of at the end, but it's one of those, like, I don't want anybody to feel like if they didn't get shout out, like, I'm not trying to create problems here. That's, that's my thing. I'm not really trying to be like, well, who do you not want to shout out? Like, don't shout them Matt Taylor. Well, yeah. We should just... He's got all that out of it. He's gotten pl- he's gotten plenty of love. He's gotten plenty of love. This podcast. Funny part is Steve's in here. He knows Matt Taylor real well. He he thinks Sorry. all these are hilarious. No, Sorry, th- you know him. No, he th- he thinks he thinks it's hilarious. And you I any think hockey sticks. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but anyway. Anyway, so do you do you have anybody anybody else that you want to shout? Actually, yeah, you can make up for it by shouting out your third amigo, which you just did. Yeah. Yeah, Mark uh, Reapy. So you didn't do this week one. I did not. So this is a chance that you could maybe get in good graces with him again. Yeah. Do you think there's a chance that that could happen? No. No? He just got just... a motorcycle. So oh, I so even... he's not, he's done. Yeah, he's wrecked it twice. Oh, well, I mean, like. Oh, Taylor doesn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's his wife. <laughs> well, all right, Newman, uh, any any teams, any people, any uh, anything, any? Uh... Um, Two things, I guess. Uh, one. I think I might start using the shout out feature if I will be a reoccurring guest. Maybe you will to be. Uh, you will most both of you guys will be a reoccurring. I might do it as a a little bit of a a test to see who's actually listening. Yeah, you know. No, I if, feel like it's a great way to do it. Yeah, if I get a text like, "Hey, thanks for the shout out," then I know, hey, they're listening. If I don't ever hear from them, then I know, hey, I'm not inviting them to drop no, next week. No, I, I have I've, yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I, I've had that idea before because there's certain people like even and not throwing any shade at him, but my friend and uh, employee Joe Weisbrook, 
like I sent I sent him a message today. I'm like, hey, like just in case you didn't listen, and he does listen to the podcast. But I'm like, hey, just in case you didn't listen last week, like you want a shirt? He goes, oh, that's awesome. I'm like, oh, you didn't listen to the podcast. You know, you could have just lied to me and just been like, yeah, like I heard. That's great. Now we're uh, gonna know. But then, yeah, so you know who you kind of who you shout out, which uh, I didn't really want the shout outs to be turned into a sort of uh, tool for uh, uh, friendship loyalty or anything <laughs> like that. But if that's what it has to be, the then that's kind of what it has to be. Um, I think there's. The weird part is I don't really think about who I need to shout out sometimes. And I I know I talk about my dad a lot on this podcast, but um, I need to shout out John Larson because he's the one that, I don't want to say he got me into hockey, but he was involved in it. And he kind of just, he navigated it with me in a very natural way. He kind of navigated it in a way to where um, he told me like, and I'm sure you guys are like this too, but where you learn the unwritten rules, you know? And you mm-hmm. feel like you know more about the game. If you just read the rule book, you're not going to really know what the game's about. Right. You know, it's one of those you really have to kind of have that. That um, like I just feel like it's easier for 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 people to be guided by people, which is kind of what we're trying to do here. But I have to give him a shout out because I don't think I would be working in the rink industry. I don't think I would be playing hockey if it kind of wasn't for that kind of uh, guidance. And he didn't push me. That wasn't a push. Um, but then the other thing, um, and I can't believe that I haven't kind of shouted out my mom. Everybody knows about hockey moms. I mean, we're talking taking me to the rink, going on trips, going on, you know, and when you're young, you don't kind of realize how much like time and money, you know, traveling every weekend and, you know, just to realize like, oh, like my parents sacrificed like almost every weekend to go and, and to, to, to allow me to do something that like I enjoyed and they saw that like I had a passion for. And I hope that like at the end of the day, I really hope that they feel like it was worth it because I'm at least continuing to, Uh, try and do that you know to a degree so I I hope that at the end of the day they think it's worth it but my last shout out is and I always call her kind of uh, you know one of my favorite people in the world but my grandmother Geneva Martin she um you know, uh, we're, we're just, I just have a very, very super close relationship with my grandmother. Um, she's always had my back, and um, she's just my favorite person. Um, and sorry, mom and dad, but like they, the, my my parent, my parents already kind of know that, like you know, uh, that my grandmother's just the best, and she wants nothing uh, but the best for me. She listens to every podcast. It's funny, I only have like um, I only have like two comments on this uh the main website and uh it's funny it pops up and it says granny and it's like hey like you're born to do this you're great you do it. and it's just something about like your main number one fan um but she's my number one fan and always has been even when i probably didn't uh deserve it um so i have to give her a shout out too um but anyway um and then to the rest of my family and i know that might just kind of sound you know kind of whatever but uh those are the people that i really haven't shouted out yet and i think it's just because when we get closer to the end of the podcast i just uh i kind of forget but that uh, is not a good excuse so anyway guys i'm really really happy that you came on i think it went uh really really great and I'm pretty sure that I could have you guys on any time and that we could talk for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. Um, Because, I mean, I'm looking at the clock right now. It's almost 8.35. We pretty much have been talking for two and a half hours straight if you think about what we were talking about kind of before. You know what I mean? Which is kind of crazy because, but at the same time, it makes me feel kind of good about what we're doing and, and who I'm doing it with. So, guys, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Yeah. 
Hey, and for uh, for everybody listening, everybody gives me a hard time. Or I should say, Matt Taylor gives me a hard time about this, but he's right. I do need to tell you guys to uh, go onto iTunes. I know I share a few different links on Facebook, but if you're listening, you know, go onto iTunes and, and subscribe. I think that's what it's called. Like, uh, comment. Like, comment. Yeah. like I, I do want more comments, though. I want, P- I want there to be kind of more active kind of conversation, you know, if that's kind of what you're into. But... Um, like follow us on Facebook, um, you know, follow us on iTunes, Spotify. We're on all those things, and that's all because of Matt Taylor. Do we want to say anything bad about Matt Taylor? It's almost over. Anything else we got? Uh, any... I'll lay off Matt for uh, now. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but Matt, we love you, and uh, I appreciate all the all the 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 volunteer work that you've done for absolutely nothing but just to deal with me which I know is not fun all the time. But uh, anyway, follow us on all those things I just talked about. And uh, guys, I appreciate you kind of coming in kind of last minute because I wasn't able to kind of do it this week with everything being so busy. But uh, anyway, episodes every Thursday. Follow us on all these things. Thanks for coming in, guys. I think that's a wrap. Later, guys.